Welcome back to Serious Census. I'm Linda Saunders and I'm joined here with Tiffany Harding. And today we've got a great topic to springboard off of on this Wednesday morning. And it's humanistic experiences in a digital world where we're gonna look at what are some of these changes coming out of the pandemic that have opened up the doors to more technology and more opportunity for us to connect with people at all levels of our senior living and post-acute experiences. So Tiffany, share with our listeners your insights. Thanks, Linda. You know, I think this was a really great experience for us to move the industry and kind of force our hand to adapt to this, uh, this technology and these virtual sales environments. But there's a lot of things that we need to consider as we move forward and, you know, as we look at how is this going to shape the forever landscape of our, our sales process. And, you know, there's some good things about the virtual sales environment. And then there's some really um, some challenges that it brings ahead with us, too. And so um, just want to kind of uncover some of those things. You know, when we're in an in-person setting and it becomes, um, it's very one-on-one, it's a, it's a very emotional um, and, you know, you're very connected experience. And then we think about how our customers feel when they're on the other side of this. And it's just, you know, we want to make sure that when we're giving our customers a virtual experience, that we're bringing in those humanistic layers to this. Um, because it is less personal, you're not in their space being able to do some of that um, situational discovery where you're looking at the items around their home and you're helping them kind of visualize uh, what uh, they might be able to bring with them. Um, you can still do some of those things and, you know, certainly start pulling some of those things out from their backgrounds. Um, but it's just, it takes a little bit more, uh, you know, purposed, uh, direct interaction and, and really being mindful and looking for those things to pull out behind people. So we want to make sure that when we're setting up our environments for a virtual sale, that we practice, 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 and that we check our technical uh, components. So if you're going to do it on Zoom or if you're doing it on you know, meetings and things like that, make sure that your technology works because you don't want to frustrate your customers. And that is going to be, a, you know, one of the first experiences that they have with you um, during that sales process. So make sure that you don't, you get all the technical difficulties um, out of the way so that it does make for a smooth process. The other piece that we want to make sure that we do is add in some instructions ahead of time to your, uh, your customer. So make sure that we're laying the landscape for them. We're helping them figure it out. This is still space that our, um, you know, our senior population is really trying to adapt to. And so we want to make sure that they're comfortable with it. The sales process is already something that they have some hesitation to, um, you know, nobody wakes up in the morning and is like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to go shop for senior living. And so we want to make sure that we're taking away any of those pieces that could be a little bit intimidating. And by helping your customer be more comfortable with the use of that technology, um, it, it can be a, a great way to set up a very positive experience for your sales, uh, your virtual sales experience. 
Is there one particular form of technology that you have found that uh, majority of, of the seniors have viewed positively or has been easier for them to adapt to? I will say that the uh, iPhones have provided through FaceTime, it's a very simple one or two touch process. And so that has a tendency to be very easy for people to use versus having to sign in and create an account through Zoom um, and things like that. So, you know, using, utilizing that platform, it is very simple, but also I recognize that people, not everyone has the iPhone um, or, you know, an iPad or things like that. And so there are certainly other options, but it does have a tendency to be a little bit easier for your customer. It's just very user-friendly, so. Um, the other thing we want to make sure that we're doing is that we're keeping it personal and that we are, you know, calling our customer by their name. We're making sure that we're, um, you know, giving them time to interject and to speak. I think one of the most frustrating things about virtual uh, environments in any capacity, whether it's a meeting at work or whatnot, is that when someone starts to talk, the feed cuts out. And so if you're talking over each other, then likely neither one of you are hearing, um, but you wanna make sure that you're giving your customer the opportunity to engage in the conversation, give them some time to respond and um, make sure that you're just being mindful of their time in, in the process as well. So, um, you know, again, some just some housekeeping items, make sure you're on about 10 minutes ahead of time so that if they're having a hard time getting logged on, then they're able to do that. Um, you know, don't make them wait in a waiting room and, you know, set your video feature um, to off so that you can get that on. They can choose to turn on their camera, um, at, at least, at, you know, in the Zoom setting. Of course, that's different um, in the FaceTime uh, app, but it's a good practice to just like allow them to control their camera. Um, but make sure that you're, again, keeping this very personal. And I think one of the things that we really have forgotten in this digital world, even prior to COVID, is that these are real humans. When we look at things like impressions on our social media or you know, emails that are coming through or text messages that might be coming through. These are real humans who are looking at your content, who are clicking, who are sending you emails. And so we really want to make sure that we're bringing in this very humanistic experience, um, that we're being genuine and authentic in our responses. And that's one of the reasons that I actually love in emails, I love doing video responses. Um, because it does bring an element of humanity to uh, your email responses. And then the other piece of this too is adding something so simple as a photo onto your business card, onto your um, email signature. It allows the people that you're engaging with in that digital space to start putting that face to the name, to the to. Um, the conversation. And so again, it's, it's bringing a more humanistic experience to a digital, uh, to the digital world. So there's well, realtors, realtors have done that for years, you know, Tiffany with having their pictures on business cards and things. 
And, and I think that, that that name face recognition overall and the, the fact that all of us that are in, in sales, you know, you, you are a, a face of your organization and, and having that out there and having that level of connectivity is powerful. Absolutely. And well, and it, it just brings that personal element to it. And this process, the sales process, whether you're independent living, assisted living, um, skilled nursing, it's a very personal uh, decision. It's an emotional decision, whether it's, you know, something that is pre-planned or something that is, you know, coming in the, in uh, the shadow of a, an incident. Um, you know, it's a very personal experience and we don't want to, we don't want to have this, you know, this virtual sales uh, element create just another uh, crutch to treat our customers as just another number. You know, none of us want to be just another number. And um, we want to make sure that we are, that we're creating that customer experience. You know, we talk about experience all the time um, in our sales trainings and, this is just another element to that. It's how they're interacting and they're experiencing our brand. Um, and you want to make sure that those elements of your brand are coming through, again, authentically, genuinely, and humanistically. Well, and I think that the administrators and executive directors that are listening in, you know, they have the ability to create some really great follow-up videos so that you know, when the, when the sales individual has a tour or they're talking with the family and they haven't had interaction with um, the leader, the top leader of your, of your campus or your center, that, you know, sending that out on behalf of the administrator or the executive director as a follow-up to that prospect or that, or that key influencer, I, I would think that's great. You know, click on there and say, you know, who they were and to thank them for, you know, taking the time to consider their organization for their loved one or for themselves if, if it's, you know, senior living in that. Um, I think it's very powerful. And again, that creates that level of, of connectivity with um, the individual that's, that's at the top of the organization. And who doesn't want that? I mean, I think that's a really vital aspect of regaining trust in what we have going on within our healthcare landscape as well. Absolutely. You know, and there's a lot of things that your sales reps can do to kind of bridge that gap. So, you know, you just talked about the executive director sending a video to follow up, um, but even doing something as, you know, personalized cards after you've done your virtual tour or you've had, you know, your virtual discovery session, uh, whatever the case may be, maybe you've sent a couple emails back and forth, um, but send a personalized card in the mail. Uh, people love getting cards in the mail and, um, or even, you know, sending a custom tour gift, you know, thanks for doing this virtual tour. Many of us would give gifts as, you know, they come and they actually physically come to tour our facilities, uh, send them something in the mail along with some, you know, additional information to follow up with. It's a great way to start bridging that gap between, you know, the digital experience and then um, that, humanistic side of things too. I think that sounds great. I mean, those little, those little touches mean a lot, especially if they're deciding between two places, you know, that they, that they'd like equally and they're, they're wrestling with that decision. You, you add some of those, those special elements and it's certainly um, going to tip the scale. 
Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate that this timely uh, topic was discussed right now. And for those of you that are listeners, if you want more on this and these, again, the, the digital elements and the technology aspects that are going to try and to foster these humanistic elements within our business, please reach out and give us that feedback. We truly appreciate it. Um, as always, you can reach us um, at Serious Census, both Tiffany Harding and myself at area code 614-582-6733. And Tiffany, what music do you have selected as we end our podcast for today? We are going to play Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World. Classic. Excellent. Well, then we look forward to seeing you again soon. And best wishes to all of our listeners. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright blessed day, the dark sacred night. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world.